Excellent. <laughs> I didn't talk to my family last night. No? No. That's probably better that way, <laughs> yeah. right? Or did they not talk to you? It was both. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Bring out your date! Bring out your date! You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Well... That'll about do it, folks. I don't know. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. For multiple reasons. Those jokes are too soon. <laughs> do we have much else to add? I mean, what are you going to say about it? God. You made a good point. We watched the same game two nights in a row. Same, second verse, ah! same as the first. It was almost the exact same game. And by the way, everything's changing now. Like, we have no idea what's going to happen now. With counts... Heck with Uke, with the pitching staff. Excellent. I didn't talk to my family last night. No. No. That's probably better that way, <laughs> yeah. right? Or did they not talk to you? It was both. <laughs> I it was may or a... may not be wearing black in <laughs> morning. So that's nice. They respected each other's <laughs> distance last night. Do you want to hear you? Yeah, how'd you send it out All last right, here's, night? Here's the last minute of Bob Euchre. Well, partner, we won't see each other um, for baseball until Arizona. Yeah. Next spring. And Lane Grindle and Josh Maurer, great job all season long. Um, wish it could have been another way, but, I mean, you got to give credit where credit is due, and Arizona earned this one tonight with back-to-back wins on the road. Um, but we'll get it ag- again together. We'll, <laughs> we'll be back with it with 60 to 70 guys in a game next spring out in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Blood, sweat, we'll, and tears all over the we'll scorebook. Do, It'll be great. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do it again. Um, don't know who we'll be playing next season out there, but We will be back with you once again. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for being Brewer fans. And we'll get together again. What? Stop looking at me. (laughs) I'm very sad. It's it's that strange feeling of like when you're, you're about to eat like a piece of cake and you have like your fork and you look down and like the plate's gone. Like all of a sudden, it just did something happened. Like it, someone took it away before it even you even got to savor the moment of it. Isn't that what it feels like? Feels if you want to extend the cake analogy, I'd go more towards like you look down and you thought you had more cake left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you or realize it falls off your plate. You already yeah. ate all the cake, and there's not not any more cake. Oh, dude, I <laughs> you finished even, that. You didn't even get a taste. Right. I wasn't really even enjoying it. Uh, thought there was a lot more cake still. Or you want to go back for another piece of cake. Because the cake was good. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. But it good. was pre-cake. It wasn't post-season cake. <laughs> the that, cake is gone. <laughs> that cake, not so good. Ah. It was a lie. Do we do him a service here? With the cake analogy? Was I that, don't know. That's, a, that's as I good as know. we got. It's going to be a rough one today. And actually, no, I think we, we're going to have to find ways to smile today. Okay. Cake would make me feel better right now. 
Ooh, we should go get so some ice cream. If anybody wants to bring in cake. <laughs> Am I making a cake run for the team? Yes, make a cake run there, Adam. <laughs> 6.15 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. As quick as the postseason baseball started for the Milwaukee Brewers on Wednesday night, it came to a screeching halt. After 92 wins and a division title, the Brewers' season ends in deflating fashion yet again, this time with consecutive losses at home to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And on Wednesday night, it was by a final score of 5-2. to two. We're disappointed. I mean, you, these these chances are sacred. They're, you know, for the for players that you get this window to have some have a great month of October, and so it hurts for it to be over. You know, I, I think this was a great bunch. This was a great team. And I, and I think I told the guys, I said, you know, as you move forward in your careers, you should want to create teams like this. You, sh- you should use your leadership to create an atmosphere like this. Fun year for the Brewers, but a struggling postseason run continues. Just 1-9 and nine in their last 10 playoff games with just 17 runs scored. Former MVP Christian Yelich also addressing the media postgame, reflecting on the season, the run the Brewers have had over the past six seasons, and the future with Craig Council in Milwaukee. I mean, he's been a huge part of why this place is the way it is now. I've spoke on it before the playoffs started, but I think you don't you don't ever want to lose sight on you know what this team's been able to accomplish the last five or six years. We haven't been able to take it the whole way and, and win a championship, but being in a small market and being a consistent winner and having a, a good competitive team every year that is either in the playoffs or, or you know we missed it by one game last year, it's tough to do. He's a huge reason why this place is is like that now, and he's built a great culture here. When do we expect an an announcement or a decision made? It's got to go home today, this morning, (laughs) now, (laughs) eight a.m. I think it's. I think he's going to go home and probably take a week or two off. I I would anticipate that by mid October, maybe third week of October. Still getting the text this morning, folks who assume that his next stop is New York, reunited with David Stearns, former general manager for the Brewers. I, we've talked about it. I, do, I just don't, with with no knowledge of what's actually going to happen, I just don't see that for him. I don't either. I see maybe a couple of years off for sure. Spend more time with the kids. Go watch his his college kids play ball. Take an advisory role maybe with the front sure, office. Right. Something. Yeah. We got something for you if you want to stay connected yeah, to the club. Yeah, you're still in but, Milwaukee. You're still in the, in, the, in the city and whatnot in the community, but... I agree with you. I do not see New York in his future. It just he does not seem the type of person that wants to go manage for the New York Mets. Yeah, you know, you know what they do in New York after you lose <laughs> oh a couple of games like Can this. You imagine? Yeah. Like they just murder you. They just destroy you. <laughs> they don't play nice music and cry about it and say, "Well, great year." No, they just pick you apart. Yeah. Well, good thing for the uh, Milwaukee fans. They can switch their attention over to the Milwaukee Bucks after that Brewers season-ending loss and the acquisition of Damian Lillard. Just a week ago, the seven-time All-Star speaking post-practice on Wednesday on how he and Giannis are starting to build their chemistry on the court. I think it's been kind of interesting to come here and have somebody saying, you know, you just tell me what you need me to do and I'll do it. I want you to be damned, and I'm thinking the same thing for him. So I think for that reason, it'll, you know, it'll come together pretty quickly. You know, I think in our games, just naturally, the way he plays, the way that I play, it goes together. You know, we can really benefit from each other being on the floor. The best news for the Brewers is the Bucs acquired Damian Lillard, and now the attention can be diverted towards the Bucs. They did hold practice on Wednesday. There was no Giannis, no Dame or Middleton, but coach Adrian Griffin said it's all part of the plan. The Bucs begin their preseason play on Sunday against the Bulls. Saudi Unlimited, WTMG News Time 620. It's Wisconsin Tech Month. 
month-long celebration of the tech industry in our state that has taken place since 2021. Debbie has a closer look at what this month has to offer. Throughout the month of October, Milwaukee hosts Wisconsin Tech Month, highlighting not only technology, but technology seen through the lens of minority groups like African-American and Latin communities. The Milky Way Tech Hub and Latinos in Tech are spearheading this event. CEO of the Milky Way Tech Hub, Nadia Johnson, says technology, by definition, is a tool, but more specifically... Typically, when we think of the tech space, we're thinking about things that run on code and software um, and artificial intelligence and, and data science. It is the largest tech initiative here in the Midwest. So we are on our third year. It was launched in partnership with Governor Evers to support and drive Milky Way Tech Hub's mission of leveraging technology, not just for tech technology's sake, but for, again, the betterment of the lives of residents here in the city of Milwaukee, but now statewide. So this event allows everyone to take a deeper dive into innovations and concepts that they may not have been exposed to otherwise. It's one thing if we have great programming. It's another thing if we are able to get the residents of Wisconsin to plug in. In order for that to happen, we have to make sure that we drive awareness and accessibility. And so that's really the purpose of Wisconsin Tech Month. And so we have about 80 plus events now throughout the entire month. It seems like a lot, but really there's so much under this huge umbrella of technology. The offerings range anywhere between workshops, panels, interactive hackathons that center all things technology from AI, data science, virtual reality, augmented reality, crypto space. And the idea is to create these activations throughout the entire month of October to drive awareness and accessibility to all the different resources that exist here in the state. Resources to which certain segments of our community may not normally have access. The reality is that the tech space is still very much a white male dominated space. And it's the reason why I formed my company, Milky Way Tech Up, to increase representation. And so the phrase, I'm sure you've heard it before, representation matters. So who leads matters. And because we have always focused on centering Latina and Black First Nation populations, now that we are at the helm of this large initiative, naturally our community is plugged in and engaged and feel very much included. That representation isn't just about giving all a voice. It's also about widening the scope and opportunity for every segment of our community. Think of all the innovations that can come from this in the future, just by exposing that many more people to technology. The thing that I love so much about technology is that it's becoming increasingly democratized. And what I mean by that is that it's becoming easier and easier to get into the hands of the everyday person. And you don't necessarily have to go and get a four-year degree in order to be very successful in the field of technology. Debbie Lazaga, WTMJ News. Siding Unlimited, WTMJ News Time, 6.36. A lot of sadness in the Brewers Clubhouse. We'll bring you some of that and look ahead to next year in sports at 6.45. Could be some changes. For sure. Could be some changes. Did you see this story out of Ozaki? We've had the issue with, like, the Flamingos. Right? Random flamingos wandering Everybody around. Everybody likes them, yeah. This isn't quite as random, the animal anyway. Cows loose. You order cows? I, you know, I was hungry. I was grilling out and I ran out of hamburger, there Mark. It is. No. That is not. <laughs> are they going to do any dance? That does so, not sound from so the there's, scene. There's video. Yes, it is. It there's is? video from a neighborhood in Ozaki These are neighbors County. yelling this at is, each other? This is in Port Washington, Ozaki County, where these neighbors, that's my favorite part. So these cows get loose and are wandering, the, wandering a suburb. And of course, just like that, you got the dads wanting to be the dads. Are they going to do any damage? <laughs> they all making their job. Order cows. 
Telling other people what to don't do. Don't chase them. Let them be. <laughs> Just let them be? Is that what don't take them? Is don't he... chase them. Oh, don't chase them. This is my favorite part of this story, though, is the all the dads getting all excited to go up there. Do any damage there? <laughs> no. Hey, who ordered the beef, who huh? Who ordered the beef, huh? <laughs> Did you order a whole cow? I order cows. I, you know, I was hungry. I was grilling out, and I ran out of hamburger, Mark. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right. Are they going to do any damage? Did they do any damage? I can't imagine that a bunch of heifers walking through a neighborhood didn't do some type of well, damage. They, let me, I gotta look. That, yeah, there's, I gotta, they were like dairy animals. cows, right? Yes, there's a bunch of cows walking like through. Holsteins? Yes, there you go. Here's here's video of it. See it? See who knows cows? Yeah, nice job. Yeah, with really that. good. From Wisconsin, much? Yeah, were them Holsteins there or no? <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing we didn't have from them. Those aren't, them aren't beef cattle. Don't chase them. Just let them be. Just let them be. 6.38 on Wisconsin's Morning News. And on cue without prompting, the text line acting up. The cows were just moving through. And this call Sean Went for the cows. So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went. Right I now. Said, Sean, I need some help. I need some help here. 65 in Milwaukee. Six forty-two on Wisconsin's morning news. Let's feel good for a change today, huh? Things to be happy about, to smile about, brighten our mood. Yes, I'm gonna try anyway. Everyday hero, it's that time when we celebrate someone doing something wonderful in the community. As everyday hero, presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. Azura Memory Care. So this is when we celebrate the average John or Jane Doe who had no idea when they got up that morning. They would be saving a life. All right, so here's what happened. Marilyn in Salisbury. Tony Holt. I'm sorry, Tony Bolt is her name. Tony Bolt. Now, she is a personal care nurse, so she goes from home to home to help those, many of them who are bedridden. Okay, sure. And helps them and cares for them. She's been doing this for 20 years. Which makes her a hero anyway. The, right? <laughs> right? Right? And that's right. it. Good. That's end of um, story. So Bolt has never had this happen to her before. She's driving to her client's house, and she sees smoke coming from the house. Okay, well, what do you do? Well, most people would say, oh, my God, there's smoke coming from the house. I'll call 911 and wait for you know the fire department to get there. Well, a neighbor did call 911. So what did Bolt do? She went inside. She bolted in. She bolted in, and she was able to get the, her client, who was bedridden, who was not healthy, and she carried her out of the house, got her to safety. Fire trucks get there, and she meets with them, and she goes, yeah, I carried her out. And the guy was like, well, how did you get her all the way out here? He said, well, no, I picked her up and got her out. I carried her out. And then super humble about it. Say, no, 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 no. Everyone, I, I, no, don't don't give me any attention. Right. All I did was get her out I of the house. I don't need hero treatment. I went in there. I got her. But right. no, the fire department says this woman would not have survived. They oh. say whenever you get a 911 call about someone bedridden, someone like that, it's not a good day because usually someone loses their lives in that situation. But not today. Not thanks to Tony Bolt. Tony Bolt. Who is uh, honored by Salisbury. The council there gave her a big uh, medal, honoring her as a hero for saving the life of her client. Everyday Hero, presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care, Azura Memory Care.
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Brewers' season came to an end on Wednesday night with the 5-2 loss to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Milwaukee losing consecutive games at home and now just sit 1-9 in their last 10 playoff games. The NASCAR Truck Series will make its return to the Milwaukee Mile next summer. The Craftsman Truck Series is scheduled to open its 2024 playoffs at the track that is set for August 25th. And lastly, the Packers will hit the practice field later today as the team preps for the Monday night showdown in Las Vegas. A big boost could be on the way for the pack. Jair Alexander, Elton Jenkins, and cornerback Eric Stokes all returning to practice this week. For extra points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's morning news. Here's Brendan Snide. Life as a baseball fan can be cruel sometimes. Just a week ago, our Milwaukee Brewers were popping champagne in celebration of their second division title in three years. This after keeping the Chicago Cubs away all September long. On Wednesday night, all those good feelings and those fun vibes were washed away with yet another quick postseason exit. The story of this Brewers team is much of what the past five years have felt like. Good regular season moments, a hot flash of greatness in September, and then the October uglies. Is it just a case of bad luck, or is this the peak of Brewers baseball? Is it fair to question after 92 wins this year, 95 wins in 2021, and coming up just short in 2018 of playing in a World Series, if this organization will ever get the feeling of being in one or actually winning a championship. Since that loss in 2018, the Brewers are now just 1-9 in the postseason, averaging just under two runs per game. This has been the golden age of Brewers baseball. I think most fans could agree with that, and yet we have not celebrated a playoff win since 2018. Is that the standard in Milwaukee? Do good in the regular season, but when the stakes are raised, don't show up. Will we continue to use the term, quote, small market? Will it hinder what we do or don't do in the offseason? What will it take for this franchise to get over that proverbial hump? It's been quite the ride in Milwaukee. The Brewers have caught lightning in a bottle a handful of times, but until the philosophy, until the mentality changes within this organization, a World Series championship is something you and I will never experience. That's 6.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Bring out your date! Bring out your date! You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Yeah, it's over. It's too soon. Milwaukee's Jen Lada in the house. It cuts a little bit when you play that. Today, you're going to have some angry folks on your show today. I sat on my couch. I was not at the game. Our Gabe Neitzel was, and we've got some fantastic audio (laughs) from Gabe Neitzel just gloating through the first five innings of yesterday's game. It's going to be a a tough day for him. Uh, I was sitting on my couch, and I literally didn't move for a good 20 minutes, just kind of staring at the screen and being like, how did this happen? How did we get here? And the regret that I have, guys, is I bought into the narrative of this is a playoff team. Maybe they're in a crappy division, but they're going to win the division. They're going to be in the postseason. And I'll enjoy baseball in the postseason. And I'm real mad at myself this morning because the season is over and I missed it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I right? missed it. I, and and that's, that's my bad. I should know better after all these years in sports that nothing is promised. But I definitely thought I would have a longer runway here yes. to enjoy playoff baseball. You know, you just mentioned something that uh, brings me to another topic that's going to be important for you on your show today. Nothing is promised. And uh, Lauren Holloway, Drew Holiday's wife, uh, the Holiday's really important people here in Milwaukee over the last couple of years. And uh, Holiday 
the key component of that trade that brought Dame Lillard to Milwaukee. But she put out an emotional post about how hard it is for her and for her family to pick up here and leave Milwaukee and how maybe people don't look at NBA families like that or athletes. You know, we here we are always, you know, these athletes, and we just group them all together, and they're making all this money, and they're doing all this stuff, and if they get more money, they just leave somewhere. And then when they, they display a slice of humanity and show that side of them, we're kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. Well, there's people who are like, shut up. Stop. You know, like that's what the money's for. And that makes me cringe a little bit, guys, because we talk about how important it is for people to be vulnerable, for people to be able to say what they're going through. And then the minute someone does, we're like, I don't want to hear it from you and all of your money and all of your privilege. Like, this is tough. I said this to Gabe when the trade went down. I can't even imagine being Lauren Holiday because guess what? Drew's got to go. He can't hang. He's not packing up the house. He's not, you know, moving the kids and stuff. But she's here kind of picking up the pieces of all this. And so I immediately sympathized and empathized with that position. I was like, I don't know if I could do it, man. I've cried every time I've moved my family from city to city. And that was my choice. I decided to do that, right? And I still had the emotion of grieving the previous life and what we were leaving behind. So I sympathize and empathize with her position. Um, I understand that it's a part of the deal. She's a professional athlete as well, so I'm sure she understands that. But I think what she was asking for, guys, was a little bit of transparency. Maybe a heads up. Like, hey, we're trying to swing for the fences here. Drew, you might be involved in a trade. We just want to give you the professional courtesy of if this goes down, you had a few extra days or hours. And and look, I'm sure you all read the Woj article, Adrian Wojnarowski, who talked about the secrecy involved in this deal and how at one point they weren't even telling Portland who the other players in the deals were because if it got out that it was Drew Holiday, the whole thing could explode. He even said if his name gets out there, the deal's off. You know, so like that was obviously a huge part of this. But two things can be true. The team needed to do what it did, and it sucks for the Holiday family. Those two things can coexist. It's one of those things, too, where you think about it. This is, and I'm sure there are other examples that maybe that we don't even know about. This is a family who wanted to be here who wa- and have invested time and time and time again to be here. So that part just breaks your heart, knowing that like, <laughs> hey, Milwaukee was their home. This is where they chose and wanted to be. Yeah, I think it makes it more it, tough. What about you, Vinny? What was your reaction to it? Well, I just thought it was really, it was very real. And if and if folks' reaction is, well, we don't want to hear it from you because you make all this money or whatever, this is still where they work. It's their workplace. It's their world. And you know what? What resonated with me was when she said, you know, our daughter just started first grade, right. and we have an, our our little one just started preschool, and we've established those roots and those processes, and that the dads walk the kids into class like there's that normalcy. So never mind you, and never mind the the wonderful life that you're able to provide for your children because of the money. But you know, kids are kids, and yeah, they can be resilient, but they're going to have to pack up and move, and that's hard on any family. I just thought it was very real, and I appreciated it. We're going to talk about it this morning on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, and there's a lot. You know, Chewy's a former athlete. And he's a little bit like, it's, it happens. I had worked with plenty of guys in the locker room who walk in and go, well, <laughs> well I'm out. See you guys. Got right. traded. You know, see Been you on great. the other side. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys.